OTB GAA. And all of a sudden, you know, Kerry are totally up. They never, ever got a chance to build again after they got a score. And that was down to Cluxon and the movement outside. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. We're all about the culture wars on the show this morning because, you know, we like to do this kind of stuff. Uh, the good people of... Um, the good people of Ashburn. All right, they're, they're good people. I, I, this is no moral judgment on a lot of them who are Dublin fans living in me. I mean, are, are they supposed to stop? Are they supposed to celebrate in the club? Mm. Is the club bar supposed to put up a video of them celebrating? I don't know. If you're a Meath fan, or, you know, a Kildare fan, or a Wicklow fan, or a West Meath fan, and you're like... You know, swamped. Do we send them back? What 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 did the Tories say about this stuff? <laughs> Burn the boats. Yeah, isn't that what it is? Yeah, Burn the boats. Yeah, no, no dubs here. Yeah, how you get? Send them to is Mead the Rwanda of this situation? Mm. Yeah, okay. And uh, well, maybe Ashburn is, and the rest maybe. of Mead is okay. Yeah, is get the you. broad sunlit uplands of the the upper Tory wall. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, it, it was it was interesting stuff. You know, there's um. We, I think we have the, the, the clip. So okay, okay. There is well, I was going to say, there's, there's another culture war going on about the footballer of the year and the performance of... Yes, of course. Sorry. Of yeah. David Clifford. He was smoked, according to uh, Paul Flynn, who wrote back a little bit from that, but then didn't really roll back to the point of, like, taking down the smoked thing. So the smoked thing still exists. I'm going to get the exact wording, just so we're not doing Paul of the service. So but footballer of the year, it turns out, has been like this uh, Rorschach test for a lot of people. It's like, oh, it has to be Clifford. Who are, who are you? If you don't think Clifford is... And then um, top scorer in the whole championship was Shane McGuigan. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shane McGuigan who had to come through an Ulster championship. He, he had a lot of gimmies, didn't he? He played a lot of Division 3 and Division... Uh, oh, 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 no, wait. He did not play Division 3 and F- Division 4 teams. No. No. Um, and I then need to look back at there. He's full of fixture list here before... Something like, well, actually, I'll find it. Well, they played certainly Monaghan in an Ulster semi-final, Armagh in an Ulster final. Uh, Fermanagh before that in a quarter-final. Then they had a group with Monaghan... Uh, Donegal and Clare and then they beat Cork in the quarterfinals before losing to Kerry in the semis that's not a gimme at all like you wouldn't say there's a handy game in there um, but yeah Paul Flynn's comments on, on David Clifford so he tweets uh, August 1st so the other night 12.37am Clifford was smoked against Dublin and purr against Tyrone yet still people think he is footballer of the year not for me James Mack led Dublin's glory without having his best day yesterday he's a born winner and leader and then uh, he, of course, replies and retweets his own tweet 17 hours ago. It says, bit of controversy regarding my last tweet. Do I think Mitt Fitz got the better of Clifford? Yes. Do I think Clifford was player of the year? No. Do I think he's one of the best in our generation? Yes. And top ambassador for the game. No more midnight tweets. And then the same zip emoji that Kitty McKidd made use of. So, I mean. Define smoking. What's smoking? In that sense. Because I, I do remember an occasion where David Clifford left Mick Fitz on his arse. At one point. He did he? not smoke David Clifford. No. There, there's no way he smoked him. Because Clifford still got two points from play. That The unbelievable pass for the for well, the Guinea goal. Like. And Fitzsimons gave away a free when he took the jersey. Which yeah. A third score and then there's the 1-1. One, one. Like, Clifford played uh, well below what his expectations are and what our expectations of him are. Mm-hmm. And how much credit do you give to Fitzsimons for that? I would give a fair bit of credit to Fitzsimons for that. Mm. But it was more... Uh, uh, they both uh, certainly Fitzsimons emerges with credit oh now, for sure yeah that, yeah. interesting that uh, 
But again, so the, to the point about the culture war, uh, Daryl Shea in his piece today, he picked Fitzsimons in his team of the year. He, mm-hmm. He's picked him a fullback. And um, what the Lord giveth with one hand, he taketh away with the other. <laughs> Did well throughout the season, even though he got a fair bit of help with David Clifford on Sunday. It's like, wow. I'm putting you in my team of the year, but I sure shit, I'm not giving you all the credit for that. Because mm. I saw that tweet too. Yeah. And we're going to defend our boy. Yeah. Understandably, uh, yeah, but yeah. well, if, if Clifford earned many shooting opportunities for himself on Fitzsimons, he just didn't take them. Well, or were they bad? Should he not have taken them? He should have taken them. Yeah, there's a few of them that he definitely should have put over for, but based on his standards. Or should he not have been shooting from there? Was was it because Fitzsimons was in his head? And look, Fitzsimons, in fairness, got a free turned over that would have been a handy free mm. that the dub score a point from and like sliding doors moments. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, and, and a couple of the shots at the end that were wayward from Clifford were probably him panicking and going, I have to do something crazy here. Well, I mean, it, it, there was, it, the other thing is, right, there was a bit where he was, um, he was on the 21 or maybe slightly outside it, and this was kind of right in front of us, and he starts to dribble around, slaloming through people mm. and take the shot. And if that shot had got in, you're looking at, oh, look what he did. Yeah, one of the great scores. Yeah, yeah, it felt very Katie McCabe against Canada, actually. So, not smoked, I don't think. No, no. I don't think by any... Well, like, any proper measure if he'd been held scoreless from I, play yeah I expected Paul Flynn in his uh, no cre- no creativity you know <laughs> his backup tweet I expected him to to uh, reference the smoked term I, f- I expect him to maybe roll back on that a little bit because uh, I don't think any I don't think anyone thinks he was smoked Fitzsimons had a good game on it but isn't it interesting that like maybe this is what the dubs actually think in their private moments like Fitzsimons so the the bit about the bit about the goat Mm. <laughs> that got on the goat of a lot of people who yeah. were not from Kerry mm. that, like one of the first things that somebody who was wearing a Dublin jersey said to me after was like well well where's Clifford's where's goat status now, now? Yeah. I, I, like, do you know I, what I mean I, oh he's 24 it's too early and I, like I, 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 I guilty as charged your honour mm. we did we did anoint him the greatest footballer of all time well I don't know I don't know but he cert- certainly this generation he's, uh, he's yeah but that's not what the that's not what G-O-A-T stands for no no, <laughs> no. Uh, like I have the utmost respect for this Dublin team and the lads who have the nine All-Irelands and the eight All-Irelands but the, I think there is a there is a notion in Dublin that there can't be uh, there can't be a goat that's not from Dublin like David Clifford I think there's a little little modicum of jealousy in Dublin surrounding David, surrounding David Clifford and the aura around him because we have him on a pedestal they're they're feels to be that, that little bit because I think they think right, we, we are the greatest team of this generation and Dublin are the best team of this generation Yeah, but yeah, they don't have the best team. player they do yeah. not have the best single player of this generation I don't, think that, I don't think that can be argued I think like there is a case for James McCarthy being the, one of the greatest footballers oh, of all time sure. and, and he's you, Dublin's you can, greatest mm. and you can make that case he didn't have his best game on Sunday and I think that will like All-Ireland finals count double so I think that that may well make him less likely to be footballer of the year but I don't know I don't know if you can give it to Clifford after that performance either on Sunday uh, I think you can I again it's not the player of the fortnight it's like but is it not that it's, it's so pivotal to their success whether he plays well or not he, that, yeah that as long as he above breaks even he's a victim of his own success win, right? he set his own bar so high that we expect unbelievable things from him like if any other player scores four points two from play and kicks that unbelievable pass for Ganey's goal you're like well that's a seven out of ten performance for Clifford it's a five out of ten performance like yeah that, that but that is 
that is they're the rules of engagement when you're talking about the greatest of all time mm. do you know yeah. yeah I suppose when you know what they can do so is Fenton player of the year like really he could be because Fenton was amazing in the semis when the going got tough and then as the game is in the melting pot he's like oh, I guess this is not my first Sunday stroll boom thanks very much mm. oh was that was that like an all time great point yeah, it was is Fenton is Fenton their greatest ever footballer I don't know see the thing about Clifford is it's def- very difficult for him to like dominate a game when you're up front and the team is not performing well mm. whereas from midfield you can influence like uh, as a deep lying midfielder James McCarthy can influence games and therefore seasons in a way that's harder for players in the full forward line to do because he is totally reliant on the quality of the ball going into him and the quality of the ball going into him by the way was nowhere near as good as it has been and that's to Dublin's credit and I think that's the help that uh, Darrell Shea is talking about that Mick Fitzsimons got there was a few balls that were out in front of Clifford where he was able to get out get a step and the first point he scored was mm. like delicious the, the favourites they it, stopped putting those balls in they did the, the bookies have at the moment so the top six for football of the year Shane McGuigan 33-1 to one. you've Colin Baskell 14-1 to one. Stephen Cluxton 12-1 to one, along with Brian Fenton at 12-1 to one. David Clifford 6-4 to four. James McCarthy 8-15 to 15. so this is a player's vote right there has to be a shortlist announced yeah. sooner rather than later at which point a load of those come off the board Yeah, and then the, the betting will calcify around mm. and maybe there'll be a backlash against the dubs from the rest of the country because of stuff like oh he was smoked is, you know? Clu- is Cluxton not the footballer of the year? Cluxton could well be the footballer of the year. Like, there yeah. might be a very good case for for Cluxton. Like, won the All-Ireland again, came back, didn't concede a goal until the final, wasn't it? And then kicks the 45s, plays well. Like, And the goal that he conceded is one of the all-time great All-Ireland final. Like, the skill yeah. that Gainey has to not foul the ball yeah. in the moment, under pressure from the dubs, I think it was sensational. Yeah, And, I, and also, like, I, I had a chance over the last 24 hours to go back and look at the pass. And an 8 out of 10 performance and I think that some of the shooting is because he's in his head mm. as well yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever presence or I don't know if there's conversations whatever happens like some of the, the the radar is off you have to give some of the credit to that for Fitzsimons and that's the win of the game mm. three more points which you would have expected wins the game like yeah. in, in, um, so I don't know the, the pinging of the ball the way he pinged the ball under pressure yeah. And the the like we were like ah it was a forty five that's like no big deal but like it did suck the life out of the stadium oh from yeah a carry perspective like oh we've seen this before haven't we yeah we have seen this a good bit before and also the yeah. first the first forty five like uh, there's not not much is going to be said about it because it's the first score of the game but like both Dublin and Kerry were clearly nervous in those opening minutes I think Howard hits a wayward shot but before that Sean O'Shea drops the ball short both teams are nervous and then Cluxton obviously dead ball everyone's nerves are calmed from that point on and then we have a game in our hands so like you can't just underestimate what the stress of a 45 in, a, in front of an 82,000 and a half Cedar Stadium in an All-Ireland final day do you know yeah um, is there a shower shame again to be footballer of the year I think if Derry had got to the final there'd be more of a strong argument in favour um, I mean bear in mind I'm the, the points count double in the final so very yeah. difficult to now Bernard Brogan did win it yeah McGuigan was quiet against Cork in the quarter, which which counts against him. And he was outshone um, by Brendan Rodgers in that semi-final, wasn't he? Rodgers was. Best, yeah, best he did get player. decapitated, you know, punched yeah. in the head, yeah. <laughs> taken out from the side. Yeah he, was, yeah. he was, you know, oh, was he, was he targeted? Kept under wraps. The first thing was wraps. targeted. Well marshaled, yes. Yeah, well marshaled, you know. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Hmm. 
Uh, anyway, look, give us your views. 087-9180-180 is the WhatsApp number. You can leave a comment in the YouTube stream, as many of you already are. You can tweet us at Off the Ball M. The other culture war that's going on at the moment is the Dublinification of the rest of the country. That slow, <laughs> steady, gelatinous creep of the suburbs. Look. And uh, right. stealing the energy. They're coming for you, Monaghan boy. Makes me sick. Yeah, Carrick McCross in South Monaghan is turning huh? into a is uh, it? commuter belt, potentially. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, Dublin people living in Carrick now. You want to be careful about that? <laughs> That's where it all starts. Burn the Dublin jerseys at the border. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. There should be searches. I, I don't agree with a border, generally speaking. But um, in this instance, you're going to Dublin. For this you, for this you instance, I will make an exception. Searches would be uh, just for just for other county jerseys, Dublin jerseys. So, what's the story here is that um, Dunmore Ashburn the club in Meath um, so of course the Tottenham Cup final was on recently and then of course the Dublin uh, final at the weekend um, and we were wondering did they even show the Tottenham Cup final because the clip we're about to show you uh, and trigger warning for those affected by, by uh, things that might make them gag this early in the morning uh, but this is in Meath and this is a video of the Dunmore Ashburn clubhouse and bar during the All-Ireland final on Sunday have a look for, for our listeners, explain what's happening. Yeah, so it's basically a sea of blue, an there. absolute sea of Dublin fans clapping, standing on their feet, supporting the dubs. A camera has panned, in fairness, from one side. So we're obviously the TV is behind us, mm-hmm. and a camera has panned, and on the right hand side is the bar, and on the left hand side is is the windows that look out onto the pitch, so, yeah. one of the training pitches. There, yeah. again. there you go. And I'm estimating There's casually no a couple of hundred Russian Ministry of Propaganda watermark in there at all. No, genuine. no, and it, this is off the. It's a, an Instagram reel. Yeah, it's the it's it's club's official social media. No, it's the bar. Oh, it's in the, the bar club, in the club. Okay, right. Which right. is not technically the club, of course. <laughs> right. So the club didn't put this up, but the bar in the club, which you would suspect might be connected mm-hmm. to them, you know, and they're like, yeah, no problems. Now, uh, we have we obviously talked about this yesterday. Tommy Tommy brought it up. He did. Well, maybe I brought it up, and Tommy. Refused to speak about it and then spoke about it, and um, I think people in me there are concerned. You know, they are concerned. So, so they should be. Yeah. Now, we 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 were speculating incorrectly <laughs> as it was. And we, we we should not speculate. It, it was it was wrong of us to speculate about such an important matter. Mm-hmm. This is a very very important mm-hmm. matter, and we should not. Let's clear the air. I think there's no there's no fun in this. There's definitely no crack to be had in this, right? No, Jesus, this, this no. is a serious serious matter. Apparently, the Talisman Cup final was shown in the same place as the All-Ireland final was shown. Mm-hmm. And so we were corrected by that, by a concerned member or... Someone, someone I think linked certainly to Ashburn um, and to the club, I would imagine, as well. So they have sent us on three bullet points and they felt, of course, compelled to point these things out. As you've just said, Jerry, he said, Dunhamore Ashburn GA Club did show the Tottenham Cup final and there was a huge push for tickets around the club. The second point was, although there are lots of dubs who play a great part in volunteering in Dunhamore Ashburn, Ashburn, this is a very well-cropped video to the turnout on the day. So there was loads of Meath fans wearing Meath jerseys on the other so, side Did of I the say camera? one Meath jersey? I think it was a new ground situation where we only saw the sliver of oh, Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the third point was also, I wouldn't be surprised if most of the Meath fans watch this one at home, as it's a stark reminder of where Dublin and Meath are in contrast to the 90s. Oh, shots fired there. Yes. And look, is it wrong? Does it, I don't know. Does this... Does it does it matter? Explain to me if it does. And, uh, like I'm, I'm. Oh, know. it does matter. Well, you're from where you're from. Are they supposed to stop being dubs because they're they've moved county? Like you, you lived in Dublin, mm. yeah, and stop being a Monaghan fan. Would, well, no, I haven't. Exactly. Yes. What's the difference? 
Well, there's, there aren't the pub beside me in Dublin isn't putting on a watch party for Monaghan fans. Oh, that's the GA club. Well, uh, the All Ireland final is on in the local GA club. It's already a watch party. Now, we are told that sometimes buses do be organised to be going to the games in Croker from the club, and and sometimes I don't know are the same is the same effort going into getting the kids to support. Meads. It's a hard one. Like, how do you? Uh, well, who do you want your kids to support Sorry. if you're from a place? The concern for me is not that the match was shown by Dunmore Ashburn. I understand it's all on final day. I completely get that they're going to show the match on TV. The concern for me is, I would imagine, and I, I'm speaking on behalf of Meath people here, mm. but I, I, I would like, I, oh, I would like to think 90% of Meath fans wanted Kerry to win that match on Sunday. Let's be, let's be realistic. Dublin and Meath have had a traditional rivalry in Leinster 90% of them wanted Kerry to win Can confirm it's a rock and a hard place for Kildare supporters it was, it was like you know come friendly bombs and fall and it's the end of civilization. we never find out who won we'd be happy with that we would have been happy that's because that. Jack O'Connor and the, the 98 team as well it was a great day for Kildare of course yeah 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 not tough at all my, my issue is not around the game being shown it's the fact that it's just a sea of Dublin jerseys I would have expected Dunamore Ashburn are showing the match everyone's going to land down their Meath jerseys Supporting Kerry, similar colours as well. Yeah, yeah, and Kerry. yeah, yeah. And uh, and that would be the case. It was the fact that it was. I don't agree with the the a commenter saying it was a well cropped video. I mean, pan around enough. I got a DM from somebody um, sickened me when I saw it. I'm a member of the club and a massive Meath fan. I actually tweeted it out for people to see. As the person who tweeted it didn't see a problem with it. No problem at all with the influx of dubs to the club as it's helping us grow and get better. But just do not be putting that video out there. It adds more fuel to the fire as we get enough slagging as it is. <laughs> Uh, like it's just because it's made in Dublin isn't it if a thigh GA club were showing this game and there was a sea of Dublin jerseys I'd be just as sick well uh, we're in the south of the county I don't think there's true yeah it's not an issue happen. there are some yeah, dubs who've moved down someone in Selbridge say or, or think, Maynooth maybe I'd, so. I'd say there could be similar there could be similar Scenes things going on. hiding in plain sight yeah um, so, so the concern, I, I, the concern is not with Dunmore Ashburn GA Club showing the match. It's also not with the the great Dublin people involved in the club and who live in Ashburn now because it's too expensive in Dublin. And look, it's still expensive in Ashburn, but at least it's a little bit further out. Uh, it's more just general friendly concern that there were so many Dublin jerseys uh, at a club where I would have liked to have seen a little bit of Mead support uh, slash Kerry support, given the rivalry. It, it, it. I did genuinely gag and half sorry for people eating their breakfast half feel like puking when I saw it first <laughs> so uh, that is a fact definitely uh, not no it's, it's this is not funny it's too serious it's, it's way uh, it's too serious what, what would be the analogy for you Shane well, in it, terms of Monaghan because I think if I found out that um, if Monaghan Harps GA Club put on the All-Ireland, All-Ireland final and it was if Monaghan Harps put on the Six Nations and everybody arrived down in their England jerseys <laughs> I think it's yeah. similar enough. Uh, yes, or or Cavan were in an All Ireland final and everyone landed in their Cavan jerseys, okay. their own jerseys, and Rice jerseys. Like that would, yeah, that would cause me concern. It's a similar enough thing. Uh, Michael says all three of you are examples of this. It's a big factor to Dublin's Dublin GA success. A lot of rural Ireland moved to Dublin, so we were forced to move out to find a home. That's fair. I get that. Like the cuckoo bird. Yeah, we moved in. Um, you know, drive from Ashburn into Dublin for the day and go to your old local. Into the history of um, of the Dublin, the early success of Dublin GA was certainly apparently driven by a lot of coaches coming up and being, well, we're going to play football here mm-hmm. and getting good at it. So 
you know, but now you're reaping the rewards of it. You're like, no, screw you. We've, we've, got the, we've got the football of the year. I don't care who it is. It's just one of ours. Mm. Do we want to, do, do people want to change the map and stretch the border of Dublin into around Ashburn? Is that, is that where we're headed here? Is, has the pale just got bigger? I don't think that would be a very popular decision. I don't think so. Shane. I, I have a really good friend from Ashburn and I was like, oh, that's in Dublin and uh, we didn't speak for And they're a, are they a fervent Mead fan? Uh, no, they don't care about GA at all. So even it, on a purely geographical basis, it's a bone of contention for them. See, I'd say now if you said that to the lads sitting in the front row in their Dublin jerseys, they'd be like, yeah, we are, a little enclave. Mm. We lost Mad Venus, except, you know, the other way around. Yeah, like Dunmore Ashburn have some, have some. Like Brian Menton was a Dunmore Ashburn player. They've some some absolute meat legends. Yeah. in that club. Now it's actually cro- closer to Croker than it is to Navin if you're organising buses. Infinity. So. Mm. I don't know. Maybe somebody from the club will come on and talk to us a bit about this. And uh, I, I'm sure it, it must feel a little bit. I don't know. Does it feel normal when they're all playing together? You'd hope it does. Yeah. Shouldn't the kids be in Meath jerseys if they're being brought up there, says David Clark. My mum is Galway, dad is West Meath, but I'm a Rosie and it's the only jersey I'd wear. Like, I feel that way. I feel like uh, my kids are growing up in Dublin. They should be Dublin supporters. Uh, I know other members of the team who come from other counties, perhaps out west, mm. are buying the, the jersey of the, I don't know. I mean, but your, yeah, your kids will grow up. Right and wrong. They grow up Dublin fans, but they love a soft spot for Kildare. Like, no, they won't. They'll try and no, no, no. Well, no, no. You see, I, I, my dad was. I, I grew up in Monaghan, but my dad was from Galway. But and you I, never I, play each other. As in, you never. It doesn't Monaghan matter. Galway, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I always had a soft spot. I used to wear Galway jerseys. Was at the All Ireland last rebel, year. I, you know, I have a soft spot for the Empire. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Like, but I think I think you always have a soft spot for the county of one of, of your parents. Yeah. Well, like, absolutely. But what's your priority? Yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. Now I say this as an Antrim hurling fan and a Kildare football fan, so you know <laughs> clearly the split personality thing is strong within all of us. And the hypocrisy, yeah. the rank hypocrisy of us. Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's your kids can wear whatever, like as Nathan Murphy well knows, your kids can wear whatever jerseys uh, that they want. Yeah. Uh, who I was getting at there. Yeah. Uh, Michael says exactly. My son plays for the local club in Carlo. This is where we live now. I have other friends from Dublin that moved out, and their kids play for the local team. So we'll spread the players out. It's true. Uh, and look, in the long run. Ashburn will benefit from this but will Mead benefit from it? I don't know. Will some of those kids decide that they want to play inter-county for Dublin if they get really good and are Dublin taking some of those players from outside their county borders? I mean are they? Is that happening? I think it might be. Mm. Surely not. Have we blown this shit wide open? Possibly. Mm. The thing right so Ashburn um, Dunmore Ashburn's last Mead Senior Football Championship they've won three in their history 1927, 1928, 1942. So people of Ashburn, come together. Uh, even if your parents are from Dublin and you're forced as a kid to wear Dublin jerseys, you're going to grow up playing for Dunhamore Ashburn. That's why you're in the clubhouse at the weekend. So if you're watching this in 10, 15 years, helping Dunhamore Ashburn win a Meath Senior Championship, you have to play for Meath. If you're good enough, you play for Meath. Dublin Orange County. 7.54. Here's what's coming up between now and 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, Chloe Mori is going to talk to us to preview the Camogie final on this Sunday. Andy Mitten is going to talk to us about Manchester United's tour of the United States, the ownership situation and anything else you're having yourself. Uh, Julianne Russell is going to talk about the great career that Nifahi has put together. Is putting together? Is it over from an Ireland perspective? We shall see. Uh, Alan Quinlan, the World Cup is upon us. One World Cup is dead. The new one begins. Uh, and then Daniel Whiffen was on the show last night talking about his incredible breakthrough season as Ireland's best swimmer in um, the men's. We uh, we started the conversation yesterday on um, 
in the office or the day before in the office about Dublin's win and how fervently Jack McCaffrey was celebrating. Uh, and it got us all thinking, where does this rank? Same guy was power ranking them, wasn't he? He was so the nine, the nine since twenty eleven. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard, isn't it, being a dub? You know. That's. I mean, it must be which so of tough. my nine children are my favourite? Well, maybe you should like, you know, I, I, get the I, L snip there, Dublin. It's it's not an easy one. I don't know what do Dublin fans think. Like, was twenty eleven was obviously sixteen year gap, massively important, and the most recent one, two year barren spell, um, and pr- probably because it's historic, it's the ninth as well. I asked Sean Potts this yesterday when I was texting him, um, publican of course. Um, in Dublin and his opinion was it, it almost rivals 2011 people in tears again and it was excruciatingly dramatic last 10 minutes if and probably when the older crew step away they will do so at the very pinnacle you really get that luxury in sport so maybe this is second or maybe joint first for some Dublin fans I feel maybe there was one in the middle 2015 was important beating Kerry as well does the quality of the final come into it that's what I want to know possibly yeah 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 is, it the, wor- is it the worst quality in terms of overall football the final is the more tense and exciting it becomes I think the proximity to disaster is what makes it great yeah so the replay ones have to be up there as well then top of the morning to you is the Grand Mannion and it's a picture of Paul Mannion at Smithfield this was obviously from the other night when um, they were celebrating and the comments are embargoed and he's like oh I came back for one last tour right that's basically what he says in one point and then it's like on the other hand if everybody else decides to say it's going to be very hard to say no. So I've gone from being like, oh, well, that's it, man. They're not going to, it's great. I, I agree with the person who told me, uh, sure, they won't even win Leicester next year. It's now. I'm, oh my God. Please just stop. It's yeah. enough. You've, congratulations. You've broken all the records. Go away now. Yeah. Go away. The drive for 10. What are they going to call it next year? They'll, they'll come up with something for it. Uh, Dan Delaney says, 2017 versus Mayo seemed like a huge one too. Michael says, this one is the sweetest, in my opinion. Been at all of them, even 95, and this feels better than 2011. Better than 2011. Well, I can see that 2011 is like just this damn burst of, oh, it's great, we've won on All-Ireland. We have no idea how good the team is. Now they've franked themselves as like, you've witnessed the greatest collection of footballers that have ever existed. Yeah. Like the legend of, uh, so was it Potty and Mikey Shee? Was there somebody, did Jacko also have eight? But the legend of those Kerry footballers is the type of thing that has sustained... Gaelic football's glamour for seven, Jack. half a century mm. Mm. and that's what this team are doing they're like they're injecting history and like showbiz at the same time mm. into the game and so I can see why if you're a Dublin fan I mean I don't know I have no idea what this is like again <laughs> I, just have, <laughs> yeah. I just have bitter jealousy yeah, yeah. From it's, up, for, yeah. it's because they all returned like ah, it's like it's magnificent why. seven last dance. It's like whatever whatever bad pop culture analogy you want, you can apply it to this, and nobody can correct you because they they wrote the bloody Hollywood ending. Mm. Like Cluxton, <laughs> what? How did this happen? Yeah, it seems like on a whim, doesn't when it? Did this happen? Yeah, you'd wonder. I would argue an element of Schadenfreude comes into it too. I certainly feel Dan Delaney's mentioned in the YouTube comments. Twenty seventeen versus Mayo mm. seemed like a huge one. That's the one that hurts the most for me. That's the Mayo goals. Yeah, the young goals was the draw. The young goals was no. Sorry, the young goals was the year before, and twenty seventeen was the Keegan goal. They got way early on. Now you you have a, is the Keegan goal. Is it Keegan throwing the GPS? Is that twenty seventeen? I think it might be as well. Yeah. Let's just get this right. Let's get this right. Yeah. There's so many we had. Mail. Uh, yeah, a way of searching this. <laughs> Search engine. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
What year was it? No, that's the Clifford uh, 44. That's 2017, the, the yeah. GPS, yeah. Right. I mean, that was an unbelievable one. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Like, Dublin fans, let us know. How do you rank them? One to nine. I, like, for me, I can't see how 2011 can be beaten. But then again, it, for Dublin, it's a very personal thing. It's where you were, who you were with, how you watched the game as well, how you felt. It, yeah, no, no two Dublin fans are going to have the same same order one to nine I'd imagine I like snowflakes bang on uh, <laughs> that's the first reference this morning there could be some more coming oh, certainly the comments are obviously always one of them OTB AM The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball